0: Hey, everybody. I said, hey, everybody. Y'all ready? It's a new season. You know I'm your co-host, Evangelist, Sammy run and tell somebody. <laughs> Welcome to the fellowship. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the fellowship. I'm so excited. Welcome to the fellowship. The doors of the fellowship are open. Listen. Welcome to the fellowship. This your first time? Welcome to the fellowship. You've been here before? Welcome to the fellowship. Kick back, relax. Welcome to the fellowship. The streets is poppin'. Challenge on the floor. The streets is poppin'. Prayer requests the praise for The streets is poppin'. Listen. Shout out to the hearers, readers, users of the word. Now check out this new sneak peek, y'all. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all settle down. Now, who's ready to go forth, be great in God, and walk in your purpose? Hey, everybody. Welcome into the fellowship. Listen, I've been going back and forth with Holy Spirit about whether or not I should even touch this topic, but there's been so much chatter in the fellowship that I got to address it, and... It comes out of California, the recent celebrity death of Steven Twitch Boss. And, you know, I've been just like the rest of you. I've been a little disturbed by it. Um, I have not been sleeping well, (laughs) in fact. And I've talked to many of you, and we've taken... Um, many different angles I had someone talking to me about conspiracy theories of you know secret societies and the Ellen connection because her ex-girlfriend Ann Hayes just died and now her DJ from her show committed suicide I had people coming from it at the angle of finances like how could he do that and he had money clearly money wasn't a problem Or was it? Because we don't know anyone's finances. People have personas that they, and images that they have to uphold, but we don't truly know. And we may never truly know because he's not here to answer any questions. But I do wanna tackle the issue of mental health. Now we gonna come at it from different angles as well, but I want you all to know at the fellowship and I myself, we are a safe place. That's why I always tell you guys, reach out, reach out about anything and I'll answer because when you are in distress, that answered call, that answered distress signal that you send out, it truly makes the difference. So I want to talk about mental health as well as if you are the person who is called in distress because there are certain things that you have to do. Now, if you're in America and you're under distress, you can call 988. All you have to do is call it on your cell phone and it will get you to the nearest suicide prevention line. Okay? Um, There's also another one that I Googled and found. If you text it, It's 741-741, and they'll also connect you with a local resource. Now, mental health is often ignored or not taken seriously, especially in men. Because I was talking to a disciple, and she was like, well, why didn't he uh, talk to somebody? Why didn't he call somebody? And I have discovered that many men uh, are great protectors. Number one, they're raised not to talk about it. They're raised to deal with it. And sometimes dealing with it means burying it and acting like it doesn't exist. Or they just don't feel safe. Because I'll tell you, when I was younger, I didn't know what it meant to have that type of confidence with someone that I was dating. I didn't know the value of it, I should say, of him sharing his emotions with me. And sometimes men don't feel safe because our society in America doesn't make it safe for them. They make it safe and acceptable for women to be all emotional. In fact, that's what they stress on us. We are the emotional creature. But for men, it's not safe for them. Uh, They get turned into memes. Uh, Michael Jordan cried. He became a meme. Uh, Will Smith cried because his wife cheated on him and openly was talking about it. And he cried and he became a meme. Or if a man shows any emotions, then, you know, people... Oh, I'm, I'm tired of these soft dudes. I'm tired of this. I mean, when will they feel safe enough to share what's going on inside of them, whether it be what's going on inside their heart, whether it's going on in their spirit or in their mind? I've seen plenty of people posting, check on your strong friends, check on everybody, and specifically check on these men because... I saw a post uh, earlier in this year or in the pandemic sometime, and it said, if women only knew how many times men sit in the car and cry before coming in the house. And hearing that, reading that, I was like, I'm about to take a survey. So I sent it to a couple of men and asked them, was it true? And they were like, yeah, or you sit in the car and you scream, or you go somewhere to avoid going to the house. And I was just so baffled by it. And I'm like, well, why don't you express what you're feeling, the frustration and all of that? And one of them said that his partner wouldn't be able to handle his emotions because she is such an emotional creature. Like, he wouldn't be able to get the support that he needed from her. And so I asked, well, what's your other avenue or outlet for support? And he said, I don't have one. It was at that moment I said, I'll be be your support. And so if there's anyone out there and you feel like you don't have an emotional support system or someone that you can just talk to, Reach out to me. I'll be that support system for you. Um, I'm plenty of people's accountability buddy, or they call me their counselor. They, a couple of people call me, they passed it. I don't know what they're going through, but, <laughs> but it is what it is. And I can be that support system for you because I know the value of needing support and also being support. That's why Paul says we must grow from faith to faith because in different situations, your faith is at different levels. We do not deny that. But if you are in distress and you are feeling suicidal, do not stay at that point alone. Reach out to somebody. And when you're considering who to reach out to, these are your you're for real in case of emergency people. I want you to develop, think right now, whether you're in distress or not, three people in your contacts that you can call in case of emergency. These are people that you know will answer, that you know will listen, and that you know give good advice. Now, once you have your three people, think about what they specialize in. In my in case of emergency group, i have a young lady that is very spiritual that is also good at relationship advice and also good in the entertainment industry like she has a career so if ever i have an issue with any of those levels that's the person that i'm going to call you're not going to call the person that's not a good listener because there are certain things that you need to say and sometimes all it takes is opening your mouth and talking about it whether you talk about it with a friend or you get you professional help there is nothing wrong with getting professional help so let's break the myth that spirituality and therapy don't go together because that's a lie If God didn't want you to have therapy, then he wouldn't have had a doctor as a disciple. Luke was a doctor. That's why I look at the healings that Jesus performed through the Dr. Luke's eyes, because he was qualified, according to the world, to examine and know the condition of a person. And Jesus was qualified by the word and by God to know the spiritual examination of a person. It's not a religion versus physician. There are spiritual therapists. There are spiritual counselors. There are spiritual people in regular professions. There are spiritual lawyers, okay? So there's nothing wrong with seeking help. Seek the right help. Ask God to send you the right doctor. Ask and it shall be given, okay? If there's something that you're seeking, you're in distress because there's an issue in your life that you feel is out of your control, call the person that you know can emotionally assist you or even actually assist you in that situation. Do not suffer in silence, okay? Because many times we find that when people complete suicide, which is the technical term for it, they are alone. They isolate themselves. One of the signs that you can tell is if a person is acting out of character or over character. We know the switch up of someone's behavior. So they're acting out of character, doing things they don't normally do, saying things they don't normally say, hanging with people and going places, you know they don't go there. And they're doing it uh, consecutively. It's not like a one time, oh, I just went out with the friends. They're totally on a binge and a bender. And you notice the change in the behavior. As people who love people, speak up if you're noticing some things are different in your friend, in your family, in your partner, say something. You don't have to say, what's wrong with you? You don't wanna come with an accusing statement. Okay, well, we'll get into how to approach the situation in depth, but I want you to know you have to come with compassion. Be a listening ear. Listen to what they are saying, okay? If you're in distress, reach out to somebody seriously. I know pastors who have therapists because taking on the issues of a collective of people on top of your own personal issues, you need someone to talk to. And that's why every pastor has a pastor so that they can counsel them in the things that they're going through. Every person should have a best friend or a best cousin that you can confide in and be real with what's going on in your life. Whoever your in case of emergency people are, you need to seriously have a conversation with them and let them know, listen, I want you to be my in case of emergency person in case I'm in distress and I may need to call you for something. And it may not be, I need anything, but I may, you know, sometimes we get down and and it gets dark and I may need to call you in that time. Can I call you? You need to establish with that person that they gonna be that person. So just in case you call them and you a little shaky, they already know it's time to be the person that you need them to be above and beyond. Now, when someone is acting over character, They doing a lot. They're themselves to the extreme. Like they done took uh, no doughs and sugar smacks. Like they, they just extra happy, extra. Let's do this, guys. Let's do that, guys. Like they're overcompensating their personality to hide the thing that's actually hurting them. So you have to look at the signs. I want you all to know that even the Bible speaks of things that can be compared to mental illness. And so we are going to get into it. Listen, disciples. <laughs> Recruiting season for the elevation is almost over. I know it wasn't what you thought it was, it wasn't easy. <laughs> examination trials and testing situations kept popping off but listen hold on to god no matter what no matter what trust god Trust God, no matter what Trust God, don't matter the situation Protest or tribulation We still give glory and praise This is the day the Lord has made <laughs> Let us rejoice and be glad in it <laughs> welcome back disciples and I want to thank I want to thank each and every one of you for coming back and I want to stress again if you are in distress please make the call reach out to your in case of emergency people or reach out to me or anyone that you feel will answer your call okay reach out to them if you're not comfortable calling text text somebody okay reach out so i want to also speak to those people who have been chosen to be a person to call in the time of distress if you don't know if you're a person or not and you haven't had that conversation with someone you can have that conversation with them you don't have to make it weird just you know casually in conversation you can say "Hey." If ever you need to talk, you can talk to me. It don't matter what time, just call me. All right? And that's it. (laughs) Okay? You don't have to be a big thing or you can make it a big thing. It's up to you and how you communicate with that person that you are a safe place and they can always reach out. Now, with being someone's safe place, you must also be their vault. Okay, don't tell everybody that you so and so's whatever. You know, what they discuss with you is between you and them. Okay, be a confidant to someone. Um, That's why some of us don't know certain things because you're the one that people consider that can't hold water. Okay, you'll run and tell everybody. So if you are chosen to be someone's. Person and they call in distress. Do you know what to say? Do you know what to do? And this is what you really need to also consider because it's a great responsibility to be that person's voice of reason, voice of love, voice of compassion in their time of distress. And sometimes in those times, you are the voice of God to them. If you don't know what to say, pray within yourself or with them and say, "Lord, give me the words to say," and then proceed on, okay? Number 1, you always want to have compassion with someone. You want to be compassionate and listen to what they're saying and also be solution-oriented, okay? Cuz they may say, "Uh, well, I No one in my family loves me. Where's your solution? Tell them all the people that love them, whether they be family or not. It's okay if your family doesn't love you. You have friends who love you. I love you. Say what is necessary in order to bring them back to where they need to be. It could be different things. So if you receive a call or a text um, from someone... And there you have to discern, number one, is this a real distress call or a cry for attention? Because I sad to say, I know some people that use suicide as a form of getting attention. And so you as a caring and loving person have to ask Holy Spirit to give you the discernment, the way to determine whether it's real or not. Okay, that's what discernment is to decipher what is true and what is false. So you have to determine and you can determine that in different ways. The person that they are, how long have you known them? Do they usually do this for attention? Have they tried this on other people? You know, the type of person that you're dealing with. So you can discern whether or not if it's real. If you still can't determine just based off the person, have the conversation with them. Keep them talking, okay? Because the more you keep them talking, the less that they're um, occupied with whatever method that they have chosen. That's another thing. You need to know where are they at in this process because there's committed suicide and there's attempted, okay? And... Whether you want to know it or not, a lot of people that you know have attempted and have not completed, okay? So people make a lot more attempts than they do in completion. So you have to know where they are. In the attempts, do they have a plan? What is the plan? Keep them talking. Find out where they are. Find out if other people are with them or around them if you are able to get where they are do that because listen if you're not in the same state and someone calls you you're not able to get there um, but if you are able and have transportation or a way to get to them do it if you got an uber to your home girl house uber okay <laughs> show up for them because just showing up for them could include the answer text the answer call or showing up where they are okay show up when distress is sent to you okay as you're assessing the situation you have to be able to not only speak in love but also like i said provide solutions because that's another reason why it goes down they don't see a solution to their problem So whatever they present to you, even if you don't know all the answers, try to provide some. Well, maybe there's some resources in your area. Have you checked such and such to see if they're able to help? You know, I saw this post on whatever platform of social media. I'll tag you to it so that you can read it and see if that's something that you're looking for. You have to do whatever is necessary to keep your friend, your loved one, the person that's calling you, keep them here as long as possible. If you've done and said everything that you can, direct them to professional assistance. A, is there a emergency room you can go to and maybe talk to somebody about it is there a religious organization a church open a synagogue a temple that you can go to whatever the case may be offer it if you're not able to get there in time and be able to listen because listening goes a long way that's why I love doing the audio podcast, because people listen. And when you listen to what people are saying, you, in fact, can hear the things that they're not saying. And, and seeing someone, if you can't get to them, FaceTime them, uh, do meet, duo, uh, messenger video call, whatever. Let me see your face, okay? Because anybody can text back, I'm good and they be sitting on the bathroom floor with the liter of tequila and a handful of pills. So try to get in their presence and so they can see the love that you genu- genuinely have for them. And they'll know that you're not faking sincerity. Okay. Um, this is very serious to me because in my Uh, 38 years of living, I have talked to a lot of people in distress. Some things were completely by surprise and other things I'm like, you know, I see some signs. So let me present myself to this person as a safe haven so that they don't get that far. Um, I Many instances that I've had uh, the first time someone ever called me in distress, I was in high school. And he was my boyfriend at the time, my first love, okay? And he had went to boot camp and something happened and he called me in distress. He had a plan. He was in the middle of about to perform the plan and he decided to say a goodbye to me. In that moment, even though it was 2 o'clock in the morning, I woke all the way up. Do you hear me? When he called, I woke up. Because yeah, at first, I'm like, I'm asleep. I got a test in the morning. Let me call you tomorrow. And he said, there may not be a tomorrow. I woke all the way up. Okay, what's going on? What happened today? Because I talked to him the night before. So something happened in between let me know what's going on how was your day a simple how was your day or how it's going or even asking how are you doing mentally because many times you disciples you know you reach out to me wanting to talk about one thing and we talk about it i provide a strategy and some solutions to you and then i ask you How are you doing mentally? Because I can give you the spiritual warfare. I can give you the practicality of this Bible, how to live it like God wrote it, okay? I can give you that. But how are you doing mentally as you go through the process? Because sometimes your mental capacity to accept change and accept chaos um, affects your faith. If you're not in the right mind frame, then your faith may falter. You won't believe. You won't remember how God has brought you out of all these other things because you're so focused on the current thing that you're going through. No matter what you're going through, there is a better way out. God is a way maker. He will connect you with the people that you need. Sometimes pain is part of the process of getting to your promise and your purpose. I know it don't make sense. Why I got to go through suffering to get to success? But many people who have succeeded in life will tell you that they have fallen. They have come short. They have had these issues. They have been told no. But being connected to certain people to encourage and motivate them and remind them not only of who they are, but also who God is in their life, it is very valuable. Your circle is valuable. That's why you can't have everybody around you, because if distress comes, will they falter? Will they leave or will they have the words to say? I always want to be the person to have the words to say. No matter what time you reach out, God always wakes me up when I need to and for who I need to. So don't, ma- no, it don't matter what time you reach out to me. If and when you reach out, I will get up and I will answer you. Okay. So, be that person to someone else and because I've had people be that person to me I am gladly able to be that person to somebody else another time different boyfriend uh, we were hanging out this is before I was preaching and we were hanging out me him and a couple of friends and everything was going great and then someone made a pass at someone and one of the young ladies became suicidal she instantly had this outburst of anger she went off on all of us and ran out the house so we're sitting there and i'm like y'all ain't gonna go see where she went they like nah we good it's better that she ain't here see how the energy is different and i'm like Well, it's dark out there and she don't got no shoes on and I'm going to just go see where she at. I go outside and she's on the overpass of the freeway uh, ready to jump. So I'm like, y'all, get out here. She about to jump. I think they're coming out to assist and help and aid and coach her off. They're coming out to spectate and to mock and to ridicule. And so her boyfriend is telling her to jump and get it over with. And I'm like, oh no, not on my watch. I went out on there on that ledge with her and I talked to her and I said whatever I needed to say and I tell her, you come off this ledge and we just gonna leave, we gonna leave together. I'm gonna take you home and we ain't never got to see neither one of these jokers no more because I don't like what I'm witnessing in them, you know? So that was another instance. And the last time that someone called in distress, I was at work. I mean, I'm just going about my work day thinking I'm just taking normal customer service calls. And I actually was about to go on break. And I'm like, I'm tired. I just need to take a little quick nap before I come back. And I was about to change You know, and tell everybody I was going on break and this call came through. Now, you know how mad I was? The call came through and I was trying to go on break to take a quick power nap. So I approached the call like, I'm not in the mood. Like, thank you for calling. (laughs) I was a mess when I answered. But then when I heard the voice on the other line and how they sounded knowing that I work with this person I know how they are I know their behaviors patterns and personalities and they were out of character okay and so he got through what he wanted to call for and I'm like okay any other person would have been like all right end of call but I'm like all right now we got the business taken care of how you doing what's going on out there how's your day even as a supervisor now I check in with my crew every day after so many hours I'm like check in time what's up how y'all doing the phone's treating you good these customers being nice what's going on and they respond and I respond to what they're saying or showing me because they respond in gifts and it's always <laughs> it's always one. The boys have a contest to send me like the weirdest gifts that leave me speechless because I always have a response to what people send. And I can say one time a dude succeeded, I really didn't know what to say to the gift that he sent because it was just so much going on. <laughs> but when I noticed his tone and his word choice and the background, I began to probe, what's going on, what happened? And it was something that happened outside of work, but it was affecting his work and he had a meltdown. Immediately, I went to action. I don't care that the call is recorded for quality assurance at this moment, this person's life is in danger. And job or no job, I'll sleep good at the end of the day knowing that I helped somebody live another day, okay? I found another job, but we can't make another one of these. And by the end of the phone call, I done adopted him as my cousin. So that's my homie. <laughs> so you have to do and be willing to do whatever. No, we don't uh, live in the same state But that's my cousin across the country and i can text him and he can text me and we can communicate and check on each other we shouldn't be still in a society at this point in the pandemic where we don't care about each other so i want you all to be encouraged if ever in distress make the call and for those of you who aren't making calls Please be able and willing to answer someone's call. I love you all so much with the love of the Lord. Go forth, be great in God, walk in your purpose, for God loves you and I love you as well. If God asked you what he asked the disciples, who do men say that I am? What would you say? Do you do you know? Then say his name. Just call his name. What is his name? What is his name? Do you really know it? Then say his name. Just call. And In- Jehovah, Mekhadesh, Kim, He's even kind Kana, my Redeemer, and Salvation, of and finisher of my faith. Ultimate sacrifice, yeah, he paid the price. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That who's the believed I believe That should not pay that I am, what do you call him in your time of trouble, what do you call him?